Holy shit, Batman. I went up to the bar and the organiser, well, their coach or whatever, was getting aggro because we'd run out of Guinness. Because they said we'd only two kegs and they drank the whole bloody lot in two days. Um, and he's like, but we're can you knew we were coming, we're Irish, you should have ordered more Guinness. And I was like, I'm Scottish. He says, and if I came over to you, would you order extra whiskey? He's like, yeah, of course I would. And I'm like, well, joke's on you, I don't drink. I just walked away <laughs> and actually I phoned me down to the bar going his face he just sort of sat there going what? so we're on season two episodes five and six five, nine, five and six yeah yep. which is about uh, with 39, AKA 39 and 40. 40 they were on uh, they aired on the 21st of September 1966 yep. and the 22nd of September never forget never forget <laughs> people at my work are getting sick of me saying that every time somebody says a date I'm just like never forget special guest villain Van Johnson as the minstrel who I think in my mind I always thought was called Val Johnson yeah guest stars Leslie Perkins Norman Grabowski written by Francis and Marion Cockrell indeed or maybe it's Cockrell. That's Cockrell. Directed by yeah. Murray Golden. <laughs> so the minstrel arrives on the scene and threatens the Gotham City Stock Exchange if they don't hate pay his ransom demands, which is $1,000 for each employee yeah. every week. I'd start firing people. That's, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. Um, aren't stock brokers like, self-employed a lot of them? Well, I suppose, yeah. I think that's the thing, right? Yeah. They're like saying that if you want to work here, you have to give me $1,000 a week. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I don't understand the start. I still don't understand the end of trading No, I... Um, so, oh, um, my notes there, I don't think I understand. Any. Uh, use the power of music to bring the building down. What? Yeah. Uh, and it's up to Batman Robin to get him to change his tune. Oh, see what they did there. Anyway. Um, I'm going to fire it up. I, I am going to fire it up, but first I'm going to pick my coffee up. Oh. Hold on a second. I'll be right back. Well, you say that, but will you really? Oh, it's overflowing. It's overflowing with coffee. I put it in my racist cup and it's too, too much. Is it your racist cup? Because it's got a little bit more on one side and Hulk Hogan on the other. Oh, okay, that's quite a racist cup. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose one side's homophobic, the other side's racist. <laughs> Oh, and he eats too much ham or something. No, what was it? <laughs> it was pork, right? No, it was pork. Oh, it was close I mean, you ham. are very close. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going into semantics on that. I'm just saying. But it's definitely he burps and goes yeah. too much pork. <laughs> <laughs> now back to the fuck. <laughs> now back to the greasy fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know why um, that dude who used to spin the things is watching. <laughs> you, oh, I can't think of his name. Like you know, the the, the angry Israeli guy who also is horribly. Oh, Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. I don't you know. Yeah, I don't know why I turned into him. Iranian clubs or something. Yeah. yeah. He, he was always like you know, 
I always like to think that he was watching that sex tape, like in the room. <laughs> yes, make the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> We're secretly friends, Hogan of Hulk. <laughs> he just hoping for another WrestleMania match. No, you're a, a you're you're a corpse. You're a walking corpse. <laughs> um, you're a walking abortion. Go yeah. away. Um, so Van Johnson. Yeah. Um, do you know him from England, really? I mean, I know his name, so I yeah. feel like my mum said it well, he was when in, I was a kid. Uh, best known for In the Good Old Summertime with Judy Garland, mm -hmm. The Kane Mutiny with Humphrey Bogart, Brigadoon with Gene Kelly. I mean, I've definitely um, seen that. But uh, most importantly, he was in three episodes of Murder, She Wrote. Um, he <laughs> I put dies aged 92 in 2008, almost like I'm predicting it. I think it's <laughs> just been changed to, from dies to dies. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Here's a weird start, right? It starts with Stock Exchange Madness. Yeah. Um, the minstrel appears on the TV. Yeah. And asks for money to be put into bank account 007 and then mentions broccoli. Yeah. So is he really like a huge James Bond fan or is it just me? What's the broccoli one then? Barbara Broccoli and her father make them all. Oh. And have done ever since they started. Okay. okay. And yes, they are related. Oh. To the vegetable, because their family made it. Mm. <laughs> it's, yeah. the, it's their poop. <laughs> oh, eating the poop. No, I think they. You know, I, 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 I think they created broccoli, like out of cauliflower yeah. or something. Oh, fair enough. You need to add some volume to this horrible oh. song. I'll give you his dues. He's playing. Yeah, that he's thing. playing that. No, I, did, I must admit, I didn't notice that at all. But it is. I think the most upsetting thing um, is for me is again that it's, it's getting Harriet wet. <laughs> it's well, bit, isn't that what Val Johnson did? I mean, that's a reoccurring theme though for her, right. right? Like in the Liberace episode, she's oh, like, oh, "Fucking look at him." Yeah, barking up the wrong tree look there. At him. <laughs> well, you know, like, no offense to uh, Van Johnson because I don't know him yeah. from uh, you know my neighbours. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> But if 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 I, if I had to guess, I'd say he's the, up the same tree as Liberace. Yeah, <laughs> the feather in his hat. You don't like how it arcs. No, it should be the other way around. Yeah, I don't like that. It creates like a, a an arch over his head. But also, if I was wearing that as well, I'd totally be distracted by the bit of the feather just in my view here, like a boom mic, but mm. a feather, feather mic. Exactly. Um. Yeah, but that does bug me. Um, also, at the start of this, there's been other episodes that have started in the Stock Exchange, right? So far. I feel like this has definitely happened before. Mm -hmm. The Stock Exchange, I'm not sure. Yeah. I can't remember. It definitely feels like it. Um, but yeah, he's this, this <clears throat> minstrel is a lot like the Archer. Oh, yeah. Like, too much like the Archer, for how close it's it is to him. He's more competent, though, I think. Oh, he seems like a better and, villain. Yeah, and... Like, he doesn't get his hands dirty. No. Ever. No. Well, he's got to keep his hands pristine for all that for string, string plucking. Um, now, there's a bit of a shit thing here, because, again, Alfred comes over, answers it, and goes, hey, I'll just get him. And he comes in, and he's like, oh, yeah, phone for you. And he's like, yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Fuck you. I expected it would be. You, you fuck Get him away well, Look at him staring It's like yeah. he's been hit on the head with a stick He's, he's very like, angry Get out of the way you butler bastard But um 
<clears throat> Did you notice that they, they mentioned the Clock King in this episode? I, well, I he hasn't even been in it I, yet. I missed that part, but I did hear, I saw that in the trivia thing. Yeah, well, Clock King's in like, yeah. you know, he turns up in like 10 episodes or something. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I always like to mention that he's officially uh, Jervis Tetch's brother, the Mad Hatter, yeah. even though it's never mentioned in the TV series. And I think it's a retcon from like the 80s. Because they have equally stupid things. (sighs) Yeah, is this a new thing that every week Alfred's going to try and feed the dynamic theorem? Is that a thing? Possibly. Don't you get to take food with you? Yeah, this... I need to have something to do. That's fine. I mean, he's trying to do that. Mm. But see, when we get to that point, it's what Batman says to him that disgusting <laughs> well, you're you're rocking the uh the volume for that oh yeah happens. but we'll, we'll get there and uh, mm-hmm. and yeah because i'm very good I, like, I don't want to say it it's oh, i don't know it's, my, a, it's a baffling choice i don't know my my uh my uh notes go crazy at this point so i think the clock king reference is now coming up to right. frank to be frank I really have not written much. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, we're just all... Uh, I've sort of can run out of notes until we get to the... Um, oh, excuse me. Until we get to the actual ransom demand. Mm. Well, even as I was writing my notes, I goes, well, how much is that in total? And then they tell you. <laughs> then stockbroker guy goes, oh, quarter million yeah. a month or a week. Sorry, not a month. Yeah, he's doing a lot better than fucking Catwoman is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but those violins were priceless. Yeah, but you couldn't sell them. So she had half a million. She could look at him then. As a man who fills his house with shit that he couldn't possibly get rid of, even if he tried, I uh, I totally am on her side. So, stockbroker man. Oh, that's a point. Can we go back a little bit? Yeah. Add some volume so we um, can sort of This out. is a as Mr. Cortland played by John Golliday. Golliday. Mm-hmm. Um, he's played several different judges in TV, um, on like in uh, Perry Mason and stuff like that. He played Lieutenant Dan Harmon in the TV show Johnny Midnight. Um, he's also been in quite a few Charlie Chan movies. Lieutenant Dan. Dan Does he have Harmon. magic legs? But Dan Harmon. I know, but no. also Magic Legs yeah. with Forrest Gump and Double Bill. No. But yeah, can we I can we go back a bit till when his entrance into the, the room? I've done that twice now. He needs yeah, but I was, yeah, but I was introducing him. The handshake between him and the commish uh-huh. goes on far too long, right? Look. One, two, three. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that didn't let go. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. That takes, I mean, it's like can, it's, they didn't know when to let go. <laughs> and then there's another little shake at the end as he releases. Yeah. That's weird. That is weird. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay. I never noticed it. No. I'm like, why are we doing this? It's the only thing I could see. No, I'll never look at the commission the same way again. No. Now, bear in mind, this is seven minutes in, uh-huh. and yet nothing has really happened. Uh-huh. But it f- like when I was watching this, this felt like an hour. <laughs> it's really boring. <laughs> I'm like, because I looked at it going, oh, we must be fairly rattling through this episode. Yeah. Seven minutes. It's oh. not ideal, this episode. It's not. Um, and as I say, coming after the Catwoman one, it's oh, it's got everything to live up to. No. Oh. 
Um, so, but I, I do like the idea. You know, he's like, well, you know, we're going to chat about this for a while. Then we're going to go over to the. Uh, um, then we're going to go over to the stock exchange, and See, then we're going to look at all these computers, and then we're going to find some bugs. Yeah. See, I knew there was going to be problems with this episode right from the start mm-hmm. because when they went down the back cave. They were doing the whole atomic batteries Ooh. to speed. And as soon as you know they're doing filler that early on. Yeah. Fact. Um, now this is, his name is Putnam, played by Army Archard. Yeah, I do um, like the fact that Putnam walks in and goes, who are you? To yeah. Batman and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's a bit here, actually, when he takes him out the thing, he overacts the uh, this way to such a level. Um, see, because he's about <laughs> this way. And it's just it's the uh, the mannerisms he's using, yeah. um, but he seems to play himself. Love his little cupboard though, filled with wire. I know it's mental. Even Robin's <laughs> just like this is fucked up. This is a fire hazard. Uh, We're all gonna die. Yeah. So yeah, so Army Archer he plays himself, or at least characters named after himself, in a hell of a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But he also played a gorilla in Planet of the Apes and Beneath the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> a slap in the face to the guy from last episode. Um, but then he, he returns. Um, to escape from Planet of the Apes, and he plays a referee, not a girl. Um, he also plays himself in an episode of Columbo, uh, The Forgotten Lady. Plays himself? Because every character name he's got, pretty much, oh. I'd, say, well, I'd say like 75% of them, is just army archer. So he plays himself. Except in this, where he's putting him. He oh, is yeah. hamming up something or something. <laughs> Look at the disgust on his face. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we need to say, talk words. <clears throat> need to talk words, otherwise no podcast pods. Yeah. Um Yeah, so you know, they uh, their idea is very simple. Yeah. For the fiftieth time, they're gonna bug someone. And it's totally gonna work this time, let's yeah. say. Because he realised they were being bugged, mm-hmm. and they walked a full foot away before talking about the fact that it was bugged. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, hmm, okay. Now, bear in mind, there could be two the minstrel, about. he works with sound. He's going to be pretty good. Mm. Right. He's going to have a pretty decent microphone in there. He's going to hear from a good six feet radius. Exactly. And they've just shut some weird vented doors. Yeah. And moved the foot away and just went, yeah, it's fucking bugged. Oh, uh, and we got bug him and bugged him. <laughs> a bat bug in. What do you notice? This weird bat shaped thing you're going to stick in here? Because I'm guessing whatever bat bug he's got is probably going to be bat shaped. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, now. Now, here we are. This is where my, I got my notes confused, okay. obviously. So he's about to come over from food. So I'm going to turn this up. Mm-hmm. A peanut butter and watercress sandwich and a glass of milk would have been sufficient. A peanut butter and watercress sandwich would have been sufficient. Would it? Peanut butter and watercress. One, can I just say, that was really fucking good timing me on that bit. That was luck. That was not skill. Um, A peanut butter. I like that. That's all you can say (laughs) there. <laughs> what do you put watercress with then? I don't. I go, hmm, I've got bread, <laughs> peanut butter, and watercress. Why the fuck do I have watercress? <laughs> ben, peanut butter. Well, yeah. Yeah, but watercress goes with boiled eggs, right? And egg mayo, maybe. Well, but I don't like boiled eggs. 
No, so you wouldn't eat it. the egg. What I'm saying is that's what cress is for. Yeah. I mean, pretty much. You wouldn't do it with peanut butter. But apparently they would, because he says that uh, nobody bats an eyelid. But, no, but. No, but not. (laughs) 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 Unintentional pun. (laughs) Um, Peanut butter. Oh, yeah. And why the fuck do we have to hear now about Alfred's money worries? He's a butler to a millionaire. He's doing fine. No. I'm going to Reddit for some reason. Oh my. Oh, is he ahead of his time? Oh. Tender, crispy, five spice pork chops with peanut butter watercress salad. Am I going to have to buy a fucking watercress to try this out? Peanut butter watercress salad. It's like a Korean thing. Oh, sorry, it's Japanese. I'm racist. No. Goes great with quinoa. Sounds like something you'd eat. I, know, I do. I do. I do eat yeah. I do. Even though I pre- previously pronounced it quinoa or something, because I didn't know what it was. Quinoa. Quinoa. Jason Quinoa. quinoa. <laughs> Watercress oh. and apple salad with peanut yogurt dressing. Oh yeah, so that must peanut and watercress must just go together. Am I gonna have to put watercress in your protein shakes? You put watercress in your. <laughs> don't, don't threaten me. Um, Asian peanut noodle recipe with mango watercress. Yeah. I'm sure there should have been an end in there. Oh, hey, note: Phyllis Diller's turning. Yeah, up. we've got quite a cameo here. Yeah. Um, She's not poking her head out of a window. No. No, she does look like a fucking clown, which Mm -hmm. I find weird. Her eyebrows are disturbing in this episode. This is the same year that her show debuted as Mm -hmm. well. So this is kind of peak Diller. Yeah. But, you know, you ever watched any of her stand-up on YouTube? No. fucking love it, man. Yeah. So she released an autobiography in 2005 called Like a Lampshade. Lampshade in a whorehouse. (laughs) 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 Note to self, buying that. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, her eyebrows are cray cray, but other than that, she's amazing. But, you know, her song, you know, you ever heard Delicious, that wonderful song with. uh, Who is it in it? I can't remember. She sings a song called Delicious anyway, where basically that's the only thing she says. But you hear them opening like bottles of champagne and drinking them. It's one of those comedy songs. Yeah. So as they drink more and more, they just giggle and say delicious and they're wrecked for three minutes. Yeah. It's, it's well done in a you know, novelty record from the 60s yeah. kind of way. Uh, here's you go. How does this work? Wee! He spins a, a firework yeah. and then around them loads of other smoke and shit goes yeah. off. And he, and he blinds them. He, blind, with, he blinds with some them. Quite dull. He blinds lighting. them with some dull science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there is a part in here where, and I don't know if it was just my hearing or something, but it's pretty much. Well, they say they were blinded uh, by science. By science. <laughs> well, it says minstrel flashes, but it definitely sounds like menstrual flashes. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, you, should, you guys shouldn't be getting that. And then from this point on, every time they say minstrel, 
Yeah. I hear menstrual. <laughs> this is like the olden days of the podcast. But, uh, it's, it's, just, it's weird though. It's just, every time I hear that, I'm just like, ooh. Nobody wants that. That's nice. Some people so, like menstrual blood. Okay. So we did briefly see their um, bug hanging in a lampshade. Yeah. Which is kind of rubbish because it was not a bat shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in short period of time, we're about to see their bat drone, which is also not bat shape. Really, Indeed. very much. Though, give them their dues. Drones in 1966. Yeah. It's ahead of its time. True. That and watercress. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they had, now, like, a Japanese dude on staff. Now, he's changed his clothes to a much better outfit. He seems to have changed his wig as well. Yeah. Look, it's, like, combed forward like cray-cray. But see, that's a much better looking outfit than he had done a minute ago. He looks like he's in Blake 7 now. Yeah. But then he appears on TV and he's changed back to the other one. Well, it's pre-record. They are saying that at the end. Uh, do they? Okay. Oh. Um, Henchman Corner. Henchman Corner. We have... Uh, uh, well, well, we go... Well, Kent Octavia has a hench... Which is a henchwoman. Amanda. Uh, yeah, well, it's credited as Amanda. It's weird, they call right? her, Yeah, they call her Octavia. <laughs> which is a... Octavia's a great name for that because mm. obviously can music and shit. Um, yeah, in her credits, it says her character is called Amanda, which is not. Uh, played by Leslie Perkins. Her IMDb pick does not exist. She doesn't have one. Her last role was Norma Blake in an episode of Love American Style in the 1970s. Mm. She's only done about half a dozen things. Yeah. Um, in the Henchman Corner. Uh, bass played by Remo Pisani. Um, nothing after 1971. Ten episodes of uh, Bonanza. One episode of Dick Van Dyke. Um, but it was like a very low down character sort of background thing. Not worth my time. Treble was played. By <laughs> <laughs> uh, Treble played by Norman Grabowski. Uh-huh. Um, he played Flaker in the Towering Inferno. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, Petoski in the Cannibal Run, which was his last credit in 1981. Because he died? Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't die until 2000. It was, I'm sure it was either five or eight. I can't remember which. Okay, it's fine. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he's fine. He, well, he was not fine now. Amen. But he, was, he lived he was a long, happy life. happy life. Far from can Lushing showbiz. Lushing pork like, and well, Japanese yeah. peanut butter watercress salads. <laughs> yeah. He just can sit in Cannibal Run doing far too much coke with Burger Reynolds. And he just went, I've got to give this up or I'm going to die. Oh, did he wear a wig and play that crazy doctor? <laughs> oh yeah! Be, <laughs> oh fuck! I forgot that guy existed. No, I didn't plan to watch. I love oh, that, that was Cannibal Run too. No? Yes, because it's the one with the Frank Sinatra cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact I remember specifics upsets me. Good film. Cannonball Fever with John Candy. Oh no! I never saw that. That's the awful one from the eighties. The where. Uh, uh, everyone who's about to do the cannibal run gets arrested. So, like, a bunch of famous people do the cannibal run instead. Owen Howard in that. I mean, I don't remember him in it, but that's not really. No, right. no, maybe I'm thinking of someone else then. Are you thinking of uh, American Graffiti or, like, because he did that? Did he? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not the same as cars driving. That's yeah. all that's really Maybe in I'm American thinking of the front cover. Maybe it's a similar cover um, to the. The VHS. I mean, all that's really on the American Graffiti cover is Cars and Ron Howard, so I'm just saying. But it's like a, it's like a drawing, though it's not a picture. Yeah. yeah. They're all drawing. This, but this I think the, the time before. They didn't have photographs yeah, in the think, 70s. But I think the Cannibal Run was <laughs> a drawing one. Just, okay. <laughs> they didn't have. Sorry. It's not funny. But I'm just yeah. So, anyway, yeah, they send out this bat drone. Mm hmm. Um, 
Oh, I, I love how pleased Alfred is that he's told, yeah, flip the switch and it'll fly back. And he flips the switch and it flies back. And he comes. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a face like that. Oh, when he makes a face. I'm, I'm going to have fun fucking that when they're out. Trigger makes a yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they sit there and they go, oh, yeah, the bat drone's going about. But the area that it's highlighting, there's nothing there. Well, there's a warehouse there, yeah. but there's nothing there. <laughs> oh, but there is a warehouse. So there's something there. <laughs> like, oh, come on, Batman. It's a warehouse. Where else do the, your bad guys ever hang out but in abandoned warehouses? Yeah, that's it. You're sort of yes. American graffiti poster, which is just cars and Ron Howard. But I'm guessing Campbell Fever's very similar poster. I'm, I mean, I feel like all those things are the same. Yeah. I'm oh. going to carry on through, though, just to have interest to see if he's in Cannibal Fever. I, but uh, he did so much work that it's very hard to get to 1980. Uh, oh, my God, that is upsetting, isn't it? He did the voice of Richie Cunningham in Fonz and the Happy Days Gang cartoon. No. Dear me. But at the same time, he made Night Shift with Henry Winkler. You remember the classic uh, people who work in a morgue and Michael Keaton start becoming pimps. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was unaware. It's a fucking great movie. If only because young Michael Keaton. <laughs> no. Oh, I didn't run for 12. So future reference, call back to our own podcast. Uh, I'm wrong. Uh, according to this, Happy Days only ran for uh, um, 11 seasons. That's still quite a few. Um, 255 episodes. Oh, oh wait. Uh, Prince left a guitar line about. <laughs> well, no, this is definitely <laughs> the Joker's lair, right? They've broken into the Joker's lair because it's green and purple. Oh, uh, yeah. And Ali well, there's only so many. And apparently, uh, Ali Bongo's there as well. There's only so many um, abandoned warehouses in Gotham. I'm sorry, what's this? They start reusing them. What was that first picture that I came across? Do you remember the pegging episode of Happy Days? Oh. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure what happened what there. What was the moral of that story? <laughs> I thought they go really, they go straight to the ones that you're not ready for. The the Mork episode. Oh dear. Uh, the, the literally the first picture is Fonz jumps a shark, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they have the audacity to claim it's thirty minutes long. Lies. <laughs> See in the green corridor that suggests like a Riddler lair as well. They are just reusing. Um, as one of the things flashes up, Ko. 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 Yeah. yeah, that just seems lazy. No, I remember this. I remember. I, well, I don't know why he's throwing these darts down. Mm-hmm. That's never really explained as to what he's doing. That. Well, no, that, that's his distraction, right? That's those bombs that go off later. Yeah, but no. But yeah, this part here, I because I say I remember this episode, but I always assumed that there were more than one minstrel episode. But mm. I think I just saw this one. Many times. Yeah. Or yeah. saw the Archer one and mixed them together. Yeah. No. Here's another thing. Much what like was I said, I googling when I stopped talking. I forgot. Campbell, Campbell fever. Um, the much like the can starting off in a stock exchange, which I'm sure has happened before. Mm-hmm. We've definitely seen them attached to a spit before, right? Yes. This has happened. Possibly. I feel like this is twice. at least the second time. Uh, yeah, it could either second or possibly third. 
but this definitely comes up a hell of a lot more than you would expect. Is it just because the, the Batman villains are running it? Oh, God, that is really a terrible look in his wig. Um, yeah, is it just because the Batman villains are running out of stuff really early on? I forgot that it's also called Speed Zone. I, I'm sorry, completely out of it. Oh. I'm lost in this poster. What's happening to this policeman? Ooh, he's... Uh... He's making jismet while exploding on a motorbike. <laughs> Well, it seems that one was like that's going to be his radio or something, but actually, it looks like he's been whipped or something. But How is yeah. he dropping everything? How can you drop? Right, let's look at this poster. His helmet's flying off. He's dro- his little book <laughs> with his pencil for writing tickets. That's flying away. No. He's let go of a cup of coffee. His truncheon. His gun. The bullets are falling out of the gun. The microphone uh, that is on the motorbike has fallen off. And he's got a speed gun that he's let go of as well. Oh, it's a speed gun. Okay, that didn't see that. So that's like one, two, three, four, five, eight things. He's only got two hands. He's not like fucking Dr. Octopus, the cop. No. Dr. Octocop. I'd watch the fuck out of that. Octocop. It could be a sequel to that uh, Don't Tell My Wife I'm an Octopus game. He's gunned down in the first episode, second episode, Robo Octocop. Yes. Yeah. In the third episode, he goes to space. <laughs> you can save three of the legs. No, don't save three legs. <laughs> no offense. Get rid of them all. Oh. Beautiful Robocop reference. Well done. Yeah, thank you very much. You deserve uh, <laughs> everything. Cool. And I accept. Um, so, yeah. Um, we really missed the end of that. Well, it's fine. Right. It, well, in, Look how angry he is playing his loot. Here's one of the things, though. Which they do here, which I'm sure they're going to find a reason to leave the room at the start of the next episode, is they do sit there and watch them on the thing. No, like, no. We're going to sit and watch them This is the worst part, right? Yeah. Their song. No, that's what happens, because he threw his bat. Oh, you haven't seen the second uh-huh. part? No. That's exposition, right? Yeah. When he throws his little ego, I don't know why he threw that down, right? That explodes, and they all run out of the room. Mm. And then they run back in, and then they're gone. I like the fact that literally exposition in this episode, at least, is down to I'm going to throw this in the corner of the room. Why do you always do that, Batman? Yeah. But, you know, I did write a note for the second episode that basically says Batman is the Unabomber, planting bombs all over Gotham in case he has to escape. Oh. That's how he's going to. That's how he's going to take down that's all that. That's how he's going to find his comeuppance in the end. <clears throat> Because he's left a load of bat bombs around. And they've all gone off. <laughs> the only bomb that he's left unexploded is the one in his heart. <laughs> he accidentally Kaboom. killed 14 million children <laughs> in one afternoon. Nobody accidentally kills 40 million children. He meant it. Every <sighs> kindergarten in Gotham. <laughs> Why, Batman? It was to cause a distraction. <laughs> they drew shitty painted things of bat signals and they were rubbish. They drew me with six fingers. <laughs> <laughs> they drew me next to my car, and yet I was far too big to fit in the car. Perspective, people. Perspective. I'm teaching you all perspective <laughs> because I've killed your children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should have been prepared or something. <laughs> uh. Anyway, yeah, this was garbage. Yep. Not anywhere near as bad as the Archer, mm-hmm. but pretty close. Let's hope it gets better next time, um, <laughs> uh, when we record again in a week. 
Uh, there might be a little delay between episodes, uh, la, la, but you know, most people seem to listen to these a little late, so that'll be in place by then. You'll be fine. Yeah. I'll put it this way: you can add it to the letters of complaint we're not getting because we haven't talked about cheese recently. Talk about well, we say cheese it every week, but yeah. we don't. You know, it's not covering it. Apparently not. It's not good enough. Apparently, why don't we cheese? Anyway, till next week. Yeah. Cheese it. Cheese it. <laughs> Premium fuck bar.